Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. Hey, I'm Jen and I love horror movies. I'm Mikey. I'm dead inside and I also love horror movies. And we really like to torture our friend Todd because he hates horror movies. That I do. And that's why they call me the horror virgin. <laughs> that's the only reason we call him that. that I'm not, no other reasons at all. <laughs> you None at all. Whatever. So every, <laughs> every week we take him through the encyclopedia of horror, the good, the bad, the ridiculously Jack Frosts. <laughs> and then we make fun of it more or less. Or explain it's deceptive feminism. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. That's my thing. <laughs> and I'm the funny one. <laughs> Our episodes drop on Monday, so check us out. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with... The interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville at WFPK.org, Consequence of Sounds, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Of course, want to say hi to uh, to all of you that subscribe to the series. Thank you for checking out all the episodes. Uh, new interviews released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, appreciate the comments you've left in all the boxes, the various places you can ca catch the podcast. Of course, if you're not a subscriber, take that moment. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, NPR, uh, anywhere you get your podcast from, you can follow along. I'm Kyle Merritt, and today my guest is Zach Brown of the Zach Brown Band. 
Uh, not one, but two albums out right now. He released The Owl, which is under the Zac Brown Band, and his uh, what's being billed as his first ever solo record, a pop album called Controversy. So Zach and I first, we're going to talk about uh, how he came to re- releasing two albums at once uh, and also working with Pop's biggest producers. We're talking folks like Skrillex, Max Martin, and what that process was like. Is it, is it different than you know how he's used to doing a record? Is the relationship different when you're trying new genres like that? Of course, with these new sounds, these these new experiments with the Zach Brown Band, there were a lot of people that uh, a lot of you know longtime fans, traditionalists, country radio that were they were pretty freaked out. And it's uh, you don't have to f- uh, search far on the internet to find some of these reviews. Some of them, uh, I'm going to say, some of them quite ridiculous in their critique. So of course we're going to talk about that as well. Uh, have a little fun with that side of the business. And we'll hear about some of these uh, songs that people are actually, you know, putting a target on. God Given, it's a really fun track on the record. Uh, Need This is another one. As well as a track called Shoe Fly Pie. Now, this is more in the traditional sense. Uh, I know the song because it was uh, written and originally recorded and released by the Wood Brothers. I'm a big fan of the Wood Brothers. So I'm going to ask Zach uh, what stood out about that song and, uh, and you know, his love of the Wood Brothers. As well as Brandy Carlisle, who makes an appearance on this record on a track called Finish What We Started. So we'll hear about uh, how that collaboration came to be. And in fact, we'll just sing the praises of Brandy Carlisle. Uh, not that it needs to be done once again, but it never hurts because she's one of the most amazing artists out there right now. And as far as the title of the record, uh, The Owl, uh, I, I am going to ask uh, if that represents something. And what Zach's going to tell us is about uh, kind of pulls the curtain back on his, uh, his belief in the more mystical parts of the universe. The Owl absolutely represents something to Zach. So without further ado, let's get into it talking about two records, The Owl and Controversy. It's Kyle Meredith. With Zach Brown. Hey, Kyle, what's happening? So we've got the Zach Brown band coming to back to Kentucky March 6th to Rupp Arena. You've got two records, two really fun records out right now. One with the band, one solo, The Owl, and Controversy. I, I thought that's a good place to start, too, because two albums at once. What prompted that? Did, did you know it was going to happen like that when you went into the whole process? I did not. I've created these batches of songs, and if I don't release them and get them out and I'll sit on them for a long period of time, then I have another batch of songs that I've created, and I don't like the other ones as much as I did when I first created them. So it was really important to me to get these songs out there, and all of the people that I've been collaborating with for the last couple of years and worked with, I was excited to, um, to share kind of the, the product of, of what that was, you know, the product that we came up with together. And it's an amazing exploration for me to get to work with incredible producers and to learn their process. Yeah. You know, how do they write? How do they, what, what software do they use? What, how do they generate the songs that they generate? especially time time after time after time a lot of these people have had incredible success and i'm just trying to borrow as many of of their approaches as i can and see why they do it and that becomes part of my own process over time and we're we're talking about some of you know the biggest producers especially in pop a, a handful of those the tools that you were looking for did you find the relationships between artist and producer different kind of playing in this sandbox than than you know the sandboxes of the past about the same you find people that are more like-minded or you find people that are that are not you know it takes time to really find people that are your people you know people that do what they say they're gonna do they come through on time they you know they're they're punctual they handle it very professionally and their heart is in it and they care and you just have a connection with um it takes time to find those those people so I, I would wonder, though, because I listen to this record, and it's an album. It's an album as you've done any other album, you know, the, the songs, they play together. 
But when you're working with that many different you know, teams of, of people, is it a challenge to keep it coherent as the same album? Or, or is that even a consideration in the era of, of streaming? It's not really a consideration for me. You can do a concept album and try to have you know everything line up together and roll into each other. But for me, some of my favorite records, like the Beatles' White Album, ex- explain to me how that's cohesive. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's absolutely not. And the diversity that was in that, working with all these different people and spending time, you're going to create something different. You're going to create something different using their process uh, than you would on your own. And that's the whole exercise, you know. It's, but it doesn't mean that I'm abandoning anything that I've ever done. It doesn't mean that I'm turning into something else and that I don't want to be a part of, you know, anything anymore and all of that. Like, it's always kind of amazing to me that people can, that some certain people get outraged that you create something. It's like if somebody could walk through the art gallery that's in my mind, there's all kinds of crazy art in there. It's not just one style. It's a lot of different styles. And while you can walk by a piece of art and not appreciate it and be like, I don't like that, that's okay. Somebody else will. Find the things that you do like, put those on your playlist, and listen to them and don't be angry that I'm exploring all these different corners of music and corners of of the world with different people and things like that. There's something for purists on there, you know? Listen, Listen to those. And if there's ones that you don't like, then don't listen to those. You have the freedom to, no one's forcing you to listen to the whole collection, you know. But, but my palette is over a lot of time and years of traveling and all the music that I love is, you know, I'm a product of all the things that, that I love to listen to. So I understand that other people aren't as broad in that. And that's okay. But one thing that I'm absolutely the most proud of, and it's the, it's the greatest thing about our career, is that we don't have to dance. We don't have to be anything that anyone tells us we have to be. We don't have to fall into a box, a category that anybody tells us that we have to. We've earned the right to be here. I don't know of any band that's paid more dues than we have over the last 20 years. I spent 10 years grinding, playing six nights a week in places all over the place before we had our first song on the radio. 10 years to get to the beginning of making it. And uh, it's such a blessed journey. And for us to, you know, suss out how we're going to entertain everybody this next year and have a fresh, we got new video content. We've got new, a new lighting system, new setup, new cover songs, new approaches to some of our normal ZBB songs. And, you know, we're, we're going to be around for the next 30 years playing music and getting down and, and putting out different kinds of music and different kinds of records. And, you know, but there's, there's some songs for everyone in there. And some people are closed-minded that like to talk. But you know what? Generally, the people that sit around and write reviews for things aren't generally my kind of people anyway. I mean, it's one thing to listen to it and go, yeah, I don't really like it. But then to get on and, like, bash other people for art that they've created and everything, you know, those, those really aren't my kind of people. And that's okay, too, you know? They, they found a voice, and there used to be a lot of... Uh, you know, a lot of people that, that criticize everything, you just didn't used to be able to hear them all now with social media and everything. And some people come back around to me and tell me, oh, did you hear about this thing, this guy, what he's saying? Or I'm like, no, and I really don't want to. <laughs> you know, that's not the kind of people. That's not like-minded people. It's, um, it, it is funny to read some of that stuff because it, it goes to show it's not hard to freak some people out. And, and, I, and I talk about, you know, certain genres of radio and I'll talk about traditionalists, as, as you've mentioned there, purists, I think you said, uh, you know, that do get caught in that box. I, I wasn't considering the, uh, the comparison, but the White Album, the same thing happened with the Beatles when that came out. I mean, people were up in arms because of, the, you know, these these excursions and stuff like that. It's 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 funny because we are in an age where genre means less than ever, but there there are still very loud voices of people out there that if you change the slightest thing, and it's not like like 
you know, I'll, I'll take a song. I, I love God Given on this record. It's such a fun track. It, Need This is such a fun track. I can hear the Zach Brown band in that. I can hear the stuff you're doing in the past. But, of course, there's a slight change, and there's, you know, some some different styles that get mixed in there. And that really freaks some people out. Well, I think what freaks people out is I'm singing about Gucci bags and all of that. But I'm absolutely making fun of those things in that song. You know, diamonds fill up the champagne glass like there's nothing about that that's me in any way shape or form and that's the absurdity that people who get their lips injected full of shit and full plump lip you know fake plastic people worship themselves on social media and the selfies and the pictures that they all take of each other is ridiculous and i think it's ridiculous for our children and for our kids to see that and try to compare themselves to it and all these things that song is really about a girl that doesn't have to do any of that and that she has class that most people can't buy and those people want what she has. But some people can't even figure that out. Some people are just like, oh, Zach Brown's going all Hollywood. He's like <laughs> singing about worshiping Gucci bags and Bayrons and G5s. And the, the heart of the song was absolutely the opposite of that. The heart is about a humble girl that's fine just, just being comfortable being herself. And then all of those people carrying around all those shopping bags look at her and all they want is what she has. That's what that song's about. So it gets me fired up when people are writing about, oh, you're going all goosey and all this stuff. Like, that's absolutely, if you're not smart enough to deduce the meaning of the lyrics, then maybe you don't sit around and write reviews about it. Irony is, is easily lost, I think, on a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of people. Yeah, I, and that was one of them. And, you know, doing that song with Max Martin was super fun, and it was, it was made to be absurd, you know. And, but, but you have to explain to people. You have to hold their hand and go, okay, I was not saying this literally. This is, this is irony. And then people are like, oh, okay, all right, I get it. And I, it, it just makes me like all the people bashing my whole record because God, of God given is I just I don't think that that's, that part's necessarily fair. And I don't think that they understood what I was actually singing about and that's okay i i just certain people that are gonna you know talk about it and complain about it and all of these things like i i would say i get it but i really don't get that part of it i'm glad you brought god given up because the song is about a girl that doesn't need all of those things i'm singing about mm -hmm. they think that they're hot but they want what you've got that's what it's saying they think that they're hot but they want what you got they think that they're hot, but they're not. I'm talking about all the Gucci bags and all those things. Like, you know, women are beautiful the way that they are, the way that they came, the way that they were made. And I understand some people take measures to try to improve upon that or whatever. But, you know, for me, that's a detractor from beauty. It doesn't add to it. And the culture that we've been in where they, all of our kids are trying to make themselves look like other people and fluffing up their lips and making them look like aliens. I don't understand it. Well, it was uh, definitely one of my favorite moments. It's probably my favorite moment on the record. It's just fun because I get what you're saying. You know, I can hear that in there. But it's also, you know, you can just put that on. And have a great time. And I think those moments do happen all across this record that if you're not searching for something, like it's onion skinned, is, I guess is what I'm saying. The layers are there if you want it to be there. But you can also just kind of throw this on and have a great time with it. And, and in that sense, that's what you've done your whole career. You've made great, fun songs that you can dig a little bit deeper if you're looking for the puzzle. Right. Yeah, and we want people to have fun. There's some songs that, that that's the intention is just to have fun. Like, it captures the spirit. Some songs are about spirit. Some songs are heavy, lyrical, make you cry, break you down, bring you down to this. But if the whole record was nothing but, you know, 
like weeping ballads, it would be terrible. You know, you need some songs. It needs to take you on a journey. And all of our records in the future aren't going to be like the owl. The owl is capturing a moment in time of these exploration. And, and it doesn't mean that that defines us. Nothing, no, no single thing defines us as a band. And I think that if you listen, like you just said, I think you said it very well. If you don't have expectations of what it should be and you just go in and listen to the collection of music that it is, you're going to find things that you really love. What does uh d- does the owl itself represent something? The owl, I believe, is almost an otherworldly creature. I I find owls around in places, and to me, an owl is one of the most like mystical creatures that we have on the earth. And here's something weird: the night the owl came out, we were in California, and we're going on at nine o'clock p.m. Pacific time. So midnight, we went on, and midnight Eastern is when the owl, the record came out. Literally on the second that it turned midnight on the East Coast, which is 9 o'clock where we were playing, a giant owl flew out over the crowd in Guilford and landed in a tree while we were playing. The minute the owl record came out, like to the second. Like, that's weird. That's something going on in the universe right there. And I feel like the owl is kind of a marker for those things, and they appear at the most random times in the most random places, and they kind of bring some kind of message. And if you read throughout folklore and throughout history, the owl meant something different in a lot of different cultures. And there was always a story around them. It wasn't taken lightly when an owl would appear. Was there a was there any direct kind of moment that led you to wanting to you know to collect this record as the owl to call it that? Not really. I literally named the folder that when we were doing it, and it just like came to me. But it was the perfect it was the perfect thing because owls are a little bit otherworldly, and so the exploration that we had on this music is like you can see the owl just in, you know by a barn and think that that's just part of the country kind of landscape or whatever, or you can see it as like this cosmic messenger it can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people and i think that was the that was the choice that's why it made the cut for the album name well i want to quickly bring up a couple of guests too because uh, you've got some of my favorite artists not that they're on here but uh, but you cover the wood brothers and we're big fans of the wood brothers around here you do shoe fly pie and it's the only cover i think on the record right uh, what what made you uh, yeah. pick that one out of you know amongst all the great songs in the world i love oliver wood i think oliver wood is one of the greatest songwriters alive and he's just a stinky guitar player. <laughs> and that's the best. Oliver's just a stinky human being in the best possible way. I think some of the Wood Brothers songs, when we're warming up, we always play Wood Brothers songs, as many of them as, as we've learned generally. But I'm such a fan of them. And Chris Wood's one of the best upright bass players, period. Jono's amazing. They're, they're our boys. And we needed a fun, up-tempo song and something we could jam to live. And so that's how Shoefly came back into the, uh, into the mix. Every ZBB record... Since we started, every ZBB record has one cover song on it. And that song is something that maybe not a lot of people know about, but something we really love. And that's what we chose for uh, for She Fly for this one. Uh, it's a, it's such a fun rendition. And I'll quickly bring up uh, Brandy Carlisle, who does actually feature on here on the song Finish What We Started. Uh, Brandy, who's always been an amazing artist, but is really having her moment in the last couple years, which has been great to see. What was the collab process on that one like? She was in town in Nashville. I said, I got a song I'd love for you to sing on. And she said, I'll be there. <laughs> she came over. She sang. She absolutely crushed it in, you know, two takes. And there it was. She's amazing. Uh, what a voice. What an incredible artist. I'm so happy to see her music getting, you know, the attention that it deserves. That's what I wish. That's the level of quality that I wish everyone in the industry was trying to expose and trying to, to share. Because if all of our artists were Olympic athletes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If 
if the genre of what people play on the radio are the very best cream of the crop of what everybody does, it's like it represents America in a, in a really unique way. Brandy Carlisle absolutely belongs there. And I hope that it leads the door to opening because a lot of the stuff that seems to be the very best just seems to like go over people's heads or they're not political enough to go out and kiss all the rings and all the labels don't make all the money off of them and all the, you know, conglomerate radio stations don't make all the money off of them. So they're not going to they're not going to get their moment at radio. Mm-hmm. The, the political it seems like the more gifted and truly amazing you are as an artist, the less politically seated that you seem to be. And it leaves people you know, I mean, shoot, Chris Stapleton, before he made his first record, before he made Traveler, was, you know, had done so many different things and, and been a part of it, but was just truly a standout, you know, talent-wise. But I just hope that more and more people like Randy Carlisle and like Chris Stapleton and the people that have the skills, they've dedicated their life to it, that are real deal. I hope that they get a seat at the table rather than just the people who give up half of their touring and half of their merchandise and half of their everything to be on the radio. She's amazing, and it was great to hear her on it. And shout outs to Phil and Tim. I know they were part of the uh, the final track on there, "Leaving Love Behind." I mean, they're they're such a powerhouse team, that trio right there, and the work they do. Yeah, but they the work you've done uh, again, I, I can't compliment the Al enough. And I know we didn't really get to talk about controversy too much. I'm a big fan of this far. I think that's a really great song on that collection as well. So I'm um, I'm really interested in what you're doing right yeah. now. I'm so happy that you're taking these chances, Zach. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate the time, and and I appreciate you bringing bringing to light some of the explanation of some of these things and, you know, letting people know that we're, we're deep seated in this for a long time. And, and we got some other change of pitches to come, but we, we are dedicated to our fans and those are the people that we really owe anything to, you know, and we're, we're super excited about what's to come and, and the new music that we're going to be making. We're going to make some rock songs. We're going to make some rock songs off this next little batch. And we're just going to put out little batches now, I think, instead of full albums. And that way we have new songs every year when we come out to play and things that are getting out there. And we're glad to have our champions out there in the world. And I guess when people stop criticizing us or whatever, there's nothing left to talk about anymore. So that's probably the worst case scenario. It's true. So no. we're, pretty, we're pretty blessed. That's, that's all really exciting. Uh, we'll see you when you arrive here in Kentucky again, March 6th at Rep Arena in Lexington. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right, man. Take care. See you then. That was fun. My thanks to uh, Zach Brown again. Zach Brown Band have a record out called The Owl and Zach Brown Solo with Controversy, both available now. So big thanks to Zach. Thanks to you for checking out this episode. Again, if you if you enjoyed what you heard, uh, we do release new interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And would love for you to subscribe to the series to keep along. It's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists and what they're up to these days. And again, you can do so in uh, plenty of places uh, like Apple Podcast and Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, NPR, wherever you get your podcasts from. Just uh, get your listening device, type in Kyle Meredith with. We'll take care of the rest. After that, head to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and uh, bonus interviews as well. Again, that's WFPK.org. Consequenceofsound.net has your music and film news. You can find me on any social media platform at Kyle Meredith. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time.
Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.